Fantasy Blinka Daily Podcast, where we talk all sports, fantasy, and real. I am Brian Baines. He is Tuesday, August 30th, episode number 540. Good morning, sir. Welcome back. Good morning. September's coming. Woo! Yeah. <sighs> Thursday. September. September 1st. That's Thursday, huh? Coming up Thursday. Quick. Man, right yeah, around it's, the corner. It's, it's, it's anniversary, so it's one of those I have to have kind of locked in. So, <laughs> you better remember that. Got to have that one locked in. Yep. September 1st is your anniversary, huh? Yes. Very cool. Very cool. Do you remember the day like it was yesterday? Uh, yeah. Still yeah. Do. yeah. Still a, do. Lovely, That's a, a lovely Labor Day. <laughs> a lovely, lovely Labor Day Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. Where did this lovely event take place? Took place in what would become our uh, side yard uh, in the, actually, so the way uh, now Gridirons, his house is laid out, which was uh, at the time my parents' home. Uh, the side yard was where we used to play uh, wiffle ball. We used to play football. We used to play soccer. We used to play all kinds of things. Yeah. Uh, we had the we had the wedding there in the side yard, and then uh, about a year later, it became our first home. Nice, that is very cool. And, and is now uh, uh, my cousin Fred's home, and Joel, uh, it's their their home. They bought it from us, uh, which is right right next door to uh, where my mom lives with my aunt uh, at uh, my grandma's old house, and then uh, Gridirons, of course, uh, took over uh, the after my dad passed away. They he took over uh, what was our old house, uh, my parents' old house, and, and did a major remodel. You've been there. Yeah. You've seen it all. So right? beautiful. Yeah. It's a compound. You've got the family compound over there. Exactly. Like that. You just need a big brick so. wall around it, you know, turrets on top, stop yeah. the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's awesome, yeah. So, man. So, so, that's, so Yeah, that's where the, uh, the nuptials took place. So. Very cool. Well, happy uh, soon-to-be anniversary. Soon-to-be. The big 32. 32. We should make it. There's no clouds in the sky this morning. I think we can do it. I think we can We're do it. Much, calm, much calmer evening last night as uh, uh, many details come out from yesterday or uh, the day before's incident uh, here in town. And uh, yeah. n- another sad Another sad story of a of a, a kid that lost his way and and uh, wanted to take many with him. Fortunately, I guess fortunately, not so much for for the two that were uh, that were murdered, but uh, you know could have been far far more based on what he his manifesto oh said that yep. he wanted to do as far as damage but uh and and actually his main his real plan <clears throat> as we found out was to. Uh, to take it to Mountain View High School, yeah, on September eighth, and he just decided he couldn't wait, and uh, which I guess is probably a good thing. Man, the eighty-six-year-old, I believe he was, gentleman that uh, got in the way that stopped this this twenty-year-old 
fanatic, uh, is a hero. He's a legend. Um, whatever it is that he did, of course, we don't have any great video footage of this that I've heard of or seen, but this, this older gentleman worked in the produce department, got in the way, and stopped this kid from doing more damage. Of course, he uh, lost his life in the, uh, the meanwhile doing that. But, you know, I, I was at Safeway three days ago, four days ago, uh, yeah, maybe four days ago now, and I bumped in to eight people on the way in, okay? Um, literally, like trying to get in the door. Um, and it, as I was reading this kid's ridiculous manifesto, okay, this pride-filled, arrogance-laden, thinking he was some super killer, okay? Uh, I, was, I was literally blown away at the miracle that two human beings died. Okay, yeah. the absolute miracle. Because I, I, have, I have no idea how it all looked and how it all transpired, but for only two people to die in this situation of this kid who only was intent on killing people yeah. uh, is, is a modern-day miracle. Hand of God kept every other person in that building from dying. A 60-year-old gentleman died, of not, course, as well. Not, not, not just that building, but he walked. He yeah, shot everywhere out, else shot out the windows. He shot out the windows in Big Lots as he walked by Old Navy. Yeah. He came around from the back of the, back of the shopping center where he lived, right? And, and, and he worked by, at Safeway w- at one point. W- yeah, walked by Old Navy. Walked yeah. by Big Lots, shot out the windows. Never, never mind you're walking through a parking lot that probably was still pretty busy. Granted, it was Sunday yeah. night. If this was going to happen, Sunday night in Bend is probably yeah. the best time because Bend becomes a ghost town at 7 o'clock at night Absolutely. pretty much. Um, that Safeway is the busiest Safeway uh, on the face of the planet. Yeah. Yeah. For anybody that's ever been in there, it's, it's always, always, always busy. So if he, co- if he goes in there any other time, Right. That's what I'm, that's what I mean. I mean, I mean, yeah. I literally, I literally brushed into human beings walking in the door. Walking in. Yeah. It's that and, busy. It's and always like, that busy. I just cannot get over the lie that was in this kid's head that he was some natural born killer, that he was some, you know, just assassin, you know, sent from Satan or whatever to go kill all these people. I read through the manifesto and I was blown away that this, this untrained, ridiculous human being no matter what his weaponry only killed two people okay praise god in this is all i have to say this kid a complete disaster at what he thought his life purpose was okay that's the one thing to keep in mind here this kid had no clue at all what he was doing if that was his only mission he failed miserably and now i don't know how he ended up turning the gun on himself in this situation, I don't understand how that all happened because apparently that's what they say. I thought at first it had to have been another shooter. So that's, took him out. That's, that's where I was thinking it came from, too, yeah. uh, to, to be – it seemed that early. I mean that it happened before the police even fast. arrived and stuff. Yeah. So it seemed, seemed quick. But, Very uh, strange. But, hey, I'm super, super uh, thankful that, that the gentleman who stepped in, stepped in, hero, uh, legend. I'm ashamed I don't know his name right now. I don't have it in front of me. I just read through the article briefly yesterday, and now I'm just, you know, sitting here saying, hey, you know what, again, we just can't live in fear. We got to be ready to act at a moment's notice. If some other person is going to try to affect our lives, we should try to affect theirs first. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, grab a watermelon, somebody. 
Chuck's go, to, go to the go to the, po- <laughs> go to the positive too. Right. Stay positive in life and, exactly. and everything we do and and you know yeah. Just, I mean, I I think if like Bully was in this situation, obviously he'd just chuck a shopping cart full of food at the guy and le- level him. <laughs> you know, I think if like Kahuna was in this situation, you know, there'd be lemons flying at this kid and, and he'd be knocked out in a second flat. You know, I mean, I just think of of how w- we would react in the given situation. Would we fight or or flight? Uh, our response would that would that lead us toward the fray or away and i yeah. would hope i would hope that we would sacrifice ourselves for the people around us you know what i mean like I, that would be my hope for all of yeah. us yeah it's, it's tricky though when you think about it. think if you, if you think about it in terms of if i'm there by myself or if i'm there with my family right. or, am right. i where you know as far as how you respond no there's a lot of variables there are yeah. a lot of variables but yeah. i don't i don't think this is the last time this will happen and oh, I don't no. think that this Unfortun- will ever come to an end. Unfortunately, no. And again, this this nut was able to buy <laughs> what, yeah. whatever weaponry he wanted, and yeah. uh, something something not to get political, but something has to be done about this this ability to get these weapons. And yeah. you know, there's there's no interference from anyone that that stops them from doing it. It's just a business. Yeah, it is a business. That, that, yeah that somebody continues to make money and, and lots and lots of money at the, at the behest of everybody else. Everybody else gets to suffer as a result. But, but that's, that's, that's as much as I will say on that, because I know <clears throat> well, we, have, we have very differing views when it comes to No, no, I'm with you, know, you on this. Guns I mean, I, and guns I'm with and, you on this. I mean, I'm a gun owner. I'm a concealed gun uh, haver, concealed weapons permit haver. I, I carry safely. I carry in certain situations um, in – more lately, by the way, and I just talked to a couple of friends of mine, a bunch of people you know as well, that are in the same boat. I used to not carry that much. I've had my concealed weapons for probably 10 years. I used to not carry that much, but now I'm starting to carry a lot more than I used to for these situations exactly. You know what I mean? And if, if there is any way that we can be on the same level playing field as these freaks, as these people who have zero uh, regard for human life, then I think that's, that's the only way to combat this. Because I was watching a movie, and they were saying, hey, the war on drugs was great, and, the, and drugs won. <laughs> the and war so, on drugs. Yeah. You know, the war on drugs, <laughs> drugs won the war on drugs. And so a, a war on weapons, weapons will win. We already know. And, I mean, it's not, even, it's, not, it's not even a war worth having if drugs beat us. Oh, my word. Weapons, you know, we don't stand a chance against weaponry. So it's a billion trillion dollar business. And uh, I think that it just does come down to, you know, us responding correctly. And I, I guess teaching our kids correctly. I don't know. The first question I had was, who is this kid's parents? Where are his yeah. parents and who are those people? Well, I guess his mom was the head of like HR or something, personnel or something like that for Safeway. That's Safeway. Hmm. So you have to wonder like... There's probably more to this whole story than we ever know, you know, than we really ever know. And it starts at home. So take care and, of your kids. And, well, and they, well, and I didn't read it, anything yesterday, actually. I did, didn't uh, dig into any of the stuff. But from word of mouth, I had heard that uh, this kid was voted most likely to be a school shooter. Really? By, by, by his class, by his classmates. So why? Wow, are what a we weirdo! Not, yeah, it, it, yeah. Why? Why are we not <laughs> intervening a little bit earlier if uh, if 
Everybody around him knows it. Right. Right. Well, you how about to, you have to assume question. that his parents knew it too. They they knew had to know he was different. They had to know he wasn't right in the head. Right. Get the kids some help. Well, that that also leads to this question. I assume every time I I type a word on my cell phone, the government can see that. Okay, I assume that. I assume everything that I send in text or in a phone call, my voice or anywhere, Alexa's listening, any of these things. Okay, now I'm not paranoid, but I assume every word I say can and will be used against me. Okay, that's what I assume. And so what I find very fascinating is that a kid can write all this stuff, okay, this whole manifesto. He can have these YouTube videos. He can do all these things, and there's not one government agency that can step in and say, hey, we need to stop this kid before he does something bad. Like, where are we at in our our homeland security? What are they doing? (laughs) I mean, it makes me wonder – you know, they, they have access to all of that, but are they really, they, are they really paying attention to it? Right. You know? Right. They'll, I guess there's probably so many people saying these things, they can't just arrest them all. I mean, it's kind of like the movie minority report, you know, where yeah. they go out and they arrest the people before yeah. they do it. Yeah. Pre-crime. You know, I mean, that's kind of what I assume it's supposed to be like, like if I, if I wrote on the internet, some assassination attempt idea, I'm, I, I've always thought, the feds are going to knock on my door immediately. Right. right? Right? That's what I assume would happen. But I think that the movies are, have been lying to us as well. (laughs) Obviously, (laughs) but I I don't think those things happen. I think that, that no one looks at this until later and then they go, Oh yeah, we knew about that. Oh yeah. More more reactionary after the fact than it is. uh, Precautionary. We need that. Yeah. We need the internet to be combed for people saying they're going to shoot a school and those people just to instantly get thrown behind bars. Yeah. Just my thoughts, because no one should ever say those things. No, no, not so even jo- not even joking. Right? Never. You, if that's Never. The, if that's your sense of humor, then uh, you're yeah, the, exactly. Yeah. You know what's a funny topic? A funny topic is Sony Michelle. Sony Michelle, yes, cut yesterday by the Miami Dolphins. I mean, and I know it's not even cut. It wasn't even. It wasn't even cut. It wasn't even. He got fired on he his day even, off. He couldn't even make it to Tuesday. No, yeah. I mean, was he trying to build a clubhouse out yeah. there? With I, those I saw the boxes? Sony news, and then I uh, doing research for the show. I was like, oh, I got to go. Yeah, it's it's cut day. I got to go uh, list all the cuts. Oh, wait, <laughs> wait, it's not cut day yet. He, <laughs> right. he didn't even make it to cut day. Come on, this Sony. is bad. Sony, twenty-seven year old, was very highly touted. This happens, right? I mean, we get these running backs, especially. I think it happens yep. maybe more at the running back position. Lots more, I think. Right? They get said, how good this guy is. Look at this. Look at this. You know, I think about Trent Richardson. That, that will oh. make Squatch proud because we're yeah. both Trent Richardson haters. We thought this yeah. guy would be so good. Everybody Turned did. into nothing. Turned into absolutely a joke. And then you, you think, like, man, what about this new draft class right now? Who's going to make it? Who's going to supplant some of the stars in the NFL? I don't Only time will tell. Only time will tell. There's going to be five that last. Five years yep. from now, there will be five running backs from the last two draft classes yep. that we even know about. What about the, on that, Johnson? That you can write down. Right? Do you remember how high Carryon oh, Johnson yeah. was? was gonna, oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. And then he got drafted by the Lions. The stupid <laughs> Lions. But that wasn't really the problem. The problem was his health, and he couldn't stay healthy and whatever. But this, this is just interesting to me to watch how fast these guys' careers end. Sonny Michelle's career might, I'm not saying it is, but it might be over. He's 27. I mean, the Ravens should have signed him because they sign every running back. Yeah, well, it's, there's still time. 
still time. They the signed Rams, Kenyon the Rams Drake. Could, the, the Rams could bring him back, right? Oh, did the Ravens sign Kenyon Drake? Yeah, Ravens working out a deal right now with Kenyon Drake, I guess. Great. They Great. sign every running back. They need more running backs. They do you know? because they – speaking of can't, can't keep them healthy, that's uh, – it's that practice field. The, the dirt, the dirt pile yeah. they play on there that ruins them all. Uh, two guys are getting new deals. One guy is not getting cut. Apparently, is Jimmy G. Oh, I love this. I yeah, love this. He's going this. to become the highest paid uh, backup quarterback. Uh, but that seems to be where they're heading with this. They just can't bring themselves to cut him. They can't afford to keep him at the rate that he's at now. So he's going to sign some sort of a new deal. We don't know the details. I don't believe yet. Of it was the one deal, year, but six and a half million is what they said. Okay. There you go. Restructured. Well, that, yeah. Fiscally, that makes a lot more sense for uh, the 49ers. Uh, now the next question, Darren Waller's getting a new deal. Gonna, going yeah. to be the highest paid tight end in the league. Uh, so, uh, and, and uh. now he's, now he's at practice. So was this, <laughs> was this whole Waller <laughs> mystery injury over the last three weeks that we've had no, seen no Waller on the practice field, no Waller in the preseason, whatever. Uh, was this all about a deal or was always, this, was always he actually, was money. he actually hurt? Ah, come on. Well, man. okay. Let's, let's back up real quickly. I want to talk this Waller thing, but I, I, I find the Jimmy G thing much more exciting. Okay, this Jimmy G thing, if I'm a 49er fan, it's, very, it's probably very hard for me to sit back and say, we don't need this guy who got us to like four, Two Super Bowls? four <laughs> playoffs in the last six years or whatever it is. Yeah, I almost mean, got him to the Super Bowl last year. Yeah, isn't that ridiculous? Been... Yeah. And, yeah. and I know that the haters out there say, no, it's not him. But we, have, we can't have it both ways. We can't say the quarterback is the most important guy on the team. And then when the quarterback isn't that awesome, say, oh, well, he didn't have anything to do with getting him there. He had yeah. something to do with getting him there. Yeah. And I love what they did here because the Browns did the exact opposite. They basically yeah. fired all their quarterbacks. <laughs> right? And refused to bring anyone else in. Right. Jacoby Brissett is the answer. And they went and got a guy who can't even play. Okay, yeah. like the Browns did the exact opposite. I, I will tell you right now, and I already know how this is going to play out. Trey Lance is, is, a, is a physical specimen, okay? He's like LeBron James. He can't not be good just based on size, right? Yeah. It just depends on how hard he wants to work at his position now, okay? That's the only thing he has to do is work hard. Well, what if, what if, and I'm not saying this is the case, but what if they put all their cards in this one basket here and then he decides, oh, I don't really want to be a quarterback or, oh, I don't want to work as hard or, oh, I don't like my receivers or I don't like my coach or my system or whatever it is. What happens then if you have no veteran good backup quarterback? Yep. You go from being one win from the Super Bowl to being the Lions overnight. Is this is this what the 49ers were realizing that hey, you know, we we spent all this draft capital on Lance. He's going to be the guy. He's got to be the guy. We got to put him in there. But we're not quite sure. Yeah, we need a safety guy. blanket. Just in case. We know what we got in Jimmy. It's yeah. it's you know, it's not Tom Brady, it's not Josh Allen, it's not Justin Herbert, right? But it's but it's safe Jimmy G. And it's Jimmy G's smile that changes the room, okay? <laughs> it's his olive oil skin. It's his perfect complexion. It's that he basically could be and should probably be the face of the franchise when it comes to marketing, okay? Yeah. Jimmy G should be bringing all the babes to the park, okay? That's the world that we live in as far as marketing. But, but 
they went out and got this quarterback for some other reason, Trey Lance, which I think they could have done. They probably could have won a Super Bowl or two by now if they wouldn't have drafted Trey Lance and gone with a better position there. But they got him. Now they got to use him. And I bet you I would be willing to bet by week five. You're hearing Jimmy chants in the crowd. That's and all. Maybe, That's it. Yeah, or maybe a, a phantom injury mm-hmm. for, for Trey Lance. There it is. Just, yep. uh, that provides the opportunity for San Francisco to be able to, <laughs> to insert Jimmy G into the lineup just, you know. Just to yeah. win five in a row and yeah, sneak just to into the playoffs. <laughs> you know, it's the same thing as always. And speaking of phantom injury, what about this Waller thing? Okay, Waller. Yeah. It's all about the money. But I, I mean, I know, and you probably know by now, I don't trust anything in the world. I don't trust anybody. I especially don't trust someone with Waller's past with being the highest paid tight end in the league. Is this good for him or bad for him? I don't know. We'll, we shall see. Time will tell. Uh, he's going to need the ball because uh, $16 million a year for a tight end. No, he's going to have to not ball off the field. He's yeah. going to have to yeah. control himself off the field. And yeah. I hope that at his age – this is a, a good for his career, not hope the so end. Too. Hope for his life, I hope it's good for his oh, life. Oh, absolutely. Uh, what could possibly go wrong in the city of Las Vegas? I mean, come on. <laughs> Did you hear this? Did you hear this thing? So on the, on the broadcast, I was, watching, uh, I was watching the Patriots preseason game a little bit last week or week before, and they were saying how when the, the Patriots fly in to Las Vegas for their preseason game, that they're renting a house that's like 12 miles outside the city. Okay. And they were joking, but the tongue in cheek was that Belichick didn't want his players anywhere near Las Vegas. He wanted them to focus on football. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> Weird. And the announcers are like, this is not like, this is not what Bill wants. The guys to come to preseason, get, nope. come to Vegas, go see nope. a show, nope. don't show up for practice, <laughs> whatever. Don't show up for anything. Right. So he's like, you know, they're going to be staying out in the hills. He said they're going to be transported by school bus out into the middle of nowhere. Playing golf. They're just going to play <laughs> yep. golf. Yeah. Yep. That's, That's your right. options. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right, let's get into this topic of the day. We're going to cover the NFC today, and I'm going to do kind of predictions, but I've also got for uh, the degenerates among us, uh, the <laughs> over-under on win total for each nice. team in the I NFC. It. So, I love it. Uh, yeah, we'll start right at the top. Uh, the Los Angeles Rams over-under win total is 10 and a half games. Ooh. Uh, they are predicted uh, based on these gambling numbers uh, for entertainment purposes only. There we go. Uh, they, are, they are predicted to win the West, the NFC West, uh, at, at an over-under of 10.5. Do they make 10.5? Listen, it starts and stops with your middle linebacker play and your play up the middle. Quickly, I will say this. On NFL's top 100 list, number 29, I believe, was a gentleman by the name of Bobby Wagner. Okay, He's playing behind a guy who last year was the number one player on that list of all NFL players. This team wins easily 14 games. Okay, so we're going over. Put your over money on. I, I'm going to play. I think. I think I'll place a dollar on each of these. Even with Bryce Perkins or whatever the so triple backup that's, is, that's, I mean, that's they're a total going of, over. Uh, that's a total of sixteen dollars I'll have on the line. There we go. Uh, Let's do it. For, one dollar. One dollar right. for each. Let's so see how going, right. <laughs> I'm going to make notes right here. Over on the Rams. Over. Okay. So 49ers over or under 
10 wins. Ooh, that's an under. They've got to play the Rams twice. That's two losses right there. They got to play, I don't know. They probably will beat the Seahawks twice, but I don't think they're beating split the Cardinals the, twice. Split with the Cardinals? Or I don't think so. The they're not beating yeah. the Cardinals. There's no way. They're going to run up the middle. They're going to run around the side. That's what they're going to do. I think under for the Niners, under personally. for the Niners. Okay. And now we'll I do keep under. betting against the Niners, and they keep proving me yeah. wrong. Okay, we'll put an asterisk. We'll put an asterisk I would go by, the, uh, uh, by the over-under. And, and keeping in mind that the NFC West plays the AFC West this year. Ooh. So there's your uh, – Four of your non-conference games, okay. right? Your non-division games are going to be against the best division. What we think is going to be the best division in football, top to bottom, right? Yeah. May not it may not end up that way based on record. It could be four teams at at, at nine and eight. Yeah, you know, but do the Niners they, beat the Chargers? Do the Niners beat the Chiefs? Yeah. No, I don't no, think, like, no. I think it's zero and four in that division against yeah. that division. Yeah. So like, right there, they're zero and eight. Off yeah. of just the Niner or just the no, West. Oh, and, oh and four. Oh yeah, just off of the Rams, yep. the Cardinals, and the AFC West. They're they're they've got eight. They're losses. zero and eight. So there yep. you go. So that 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 keeps them under the ten, right there. Right. If they win every other game, like Simple let's math. pretend they get to play the Jets every weekend. Yeah. Yeah. It should be easy. Should be easy. Cardinals over or under eight and a half wins. Over. That's an easy one. You like over. that? Because I think I do, they will. Yeah. yeah, I think they'll have that taken care of before they lose a game, right? They'll be 9-0 and before they lose the last eight. Yeah, that's how they do. Right? Yeah, they start so hot. And then they get D-hot back. So, come yeah. on. Yeah. When, you know, if they can get through, if they can be, what is D-hop missing? Six games? If yeah. they can be 2-4 and four when D-hop comes back, they've succeeded. Because last yeah. year, as soon as D-hop went down, they went down. So And they'll be 2-4, and four, right? They'll, no, they'll be better than they that. Can, no, I mean, they can, but I, they can get to two and four pretty easily, right? I, I think <laughs> I'm not saying they, they will be two and four, but they can. That'd be to easy. Two, yeah, yeah, they should be able to get to two and four while D hops out. So, but listen, the Cardinals, the Cardinals, after last year, and now Kyler got paid. There's no more excuses. Kyler's got to play smart. I think he yeah. will, and yeah, I think this is the year. I think the Cardinals will win 12 games easily this year. Okay, we're going over. over no, I don't know who all they're going to play besides the West, but yeah. Yeah, they've got the West and the West, so uh, yeah, hopefully they – So I don't know, uh, actually. Maybe they have six losses right there out of the gate. They might. We'll see. Eight, eight and a half. got to get to eight and a half. So okay. uh, here's your favorite. Uh, this is not, however, the lowest over-under total. Uh, we'll get to that yeah. in a little bit. The but CL, the Seahawks, Seahawks are over or under five and a half wins. It's under. It's under. I do not see any way that they win five games. I do but not see any way. Especially since we know Jimmy G will not be going there now. Yeah, exactly. It is, it is all Geno Smith. I mean, what is going on in Seattle? They have no running back right now that's healthy. They have – Two wide receivers. They have no defense. They have one safety who might play when he plays. He's amazing. They have no quarterback. Yeah, I don't. I think. I, don't I think it. this season is what the what the team needs the most. They need, and, and it's hard because I like Pete Carroll as a person. Me too. But I, yep. but I think the league has passed him by, and I think it's yep. time for him to step aside and uh, get some new energy into that franchise. So by yep. losing more than the prescribed here, twelve games. Uh, they will. They will fire. They will fire Pete Carroll at the end, or he will walk away. Is this how other. a GM gets a coach out? Just give him a garbage <laughs> team to go. play with, yeah. so they have to lose. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so bad. Oh, you don't want to leave? Okay. Fine. Well, well, here's we'll see. your team. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Moving on to the NFC East. Right? Yeah, there We've we got, go. Uh, they have the Dallas Cowboys over or under 12, or sorry, 10. 10 Ooh. Win, 12. Yeah, 10. yeah that Over was under crazy. 10 wins. That's a, but 10 a tricky number. Okay, now we number. have to remember there's 18 games. Yeah, 18 okay. games. We do have yep. to remember there's 18 yep. games. So 10 and 8, 11 and 7. Well, there's 18 weeks. So there's actually 17 games, right? 17 games, right. Okay. Yeah. So so 10 and 10 and 7. I don't 10 and 7 seems like a fail for a team like the Cowboys. I, I, I'm going under on this just because to win it, there's no half in this. They have to get to 11 wins to win your bet. It's true, but I feel they should. Eleven and six. You think win. they're going to make eleven and six? Didn't they win twelve or fourteen last Probably, year? Probably, yeah. But so but yeah, I don't I mean, think they're the team this year that they were last year. I think they've lost. I'm, Amari Cooper's going to be big. Uh, you can say what you want. Washed up, he wasn't that great or whatever. But that guy uh, controlled what was going on in the wide receiver room. He was the professional in that room, right? right. They they right. have. Supposedly, Gallup they have is CD Lamb. maybe going to be ready for the for, for week one, but it's CD Lamb and Dalton Schultz, and that's yeah. all they've got. And and a beat up offensive line that's not going to give Dak as much time to throw as he needs, and yeah. uh, it's going to affect the running game. I, I'm going under. Going under. I know this. that it's hard to look at it this way. We do know that their defense has two of the best defensive players in the NFL right now. They do, they okay. do, but they lost guys on defense as well. So it's I hard. know, but as long as they have Micah Parsons. And Diggs, they're yep. fine. Now, I, I know that that sounds strange, and I, I do think they'll win 11. I, they have to win more than 11 games. Jerry will literally roll over in his grave if – oh, he's not dead yet. Oh, um, <laughs> Jerry will literally – will put him out. one step yeah. closer to his grave. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, he has, he has worked so hard. Of all the owners in the NFL, and I've said it 100 times, I respect Jerry Jones the most because he actually wants his team to win every single year. Yeah. Okay, this isn't a Seahawks situation where you're literally dismantling a team. I, I've never seen Jerry do that. He's never dismantled the team, and he's never gone for a number one pick. Nope. I, I believe they will do everything to win. They'll pick up free agents. Don't be surprised to see Odell Beckham there by the end of the year. Don't be surprised. Will, will Fuller, why is Will Fuller not there? Well, What's going on with he him? He is out PEDs or something again, isn't he? Or no? No, no he's probably he's just, on the PED he's just, list. He's just waiting. <laughs> he's waiting. It's weird. I don't. Know. I know too much time yeah. on the Cowboys yeah. here, but I would yeah. I would say okay. over waffling okay. here. Okay. I hate Take, to say under. Going over. Okay. okay. Uh, Eagles nine and a half. I'm going over on this one. Ooh man, the Eagles are ready. They're, yeah, they're going to win ten games. They're going to win ten games. Sure, absolutely. Yep. And we don't even need to discuss yep. anymore. The good defense. Very good offensive. Now line. we could both be absolutely players, wrong I think, here, but... take, We could, we could, <laughs> we could be off by a mile because it's the NFC East, and mm-hmm. the, the whole division could go eight and nine. So it's true. <laughs> yeah, or seven and or ten. seven and ten. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> Which would know be fun parody. It would be uh, Commanders uh, over under eight. I am so proud of you for remembering their name. Number one, that's the I wrote hardest thing in the world. I wrote it down. You know, I had to look I up. I had to look up some <laughs> stats because I did. I did. Uh, there was a show we were watching, and I think they were talking about how uh, the Washington team had won the Super Bowl back in like '91 or whatever. And I was like, "No way, they did not." I was like, "No way." So I had to look up the aforementioned team name, and guess what? It all is Commanders now. So. Yep. 
the, that team, okay, that team the that history played the under team. a different name and has all this stuff in their house and memorabilia and all that literally doesn't exist anymore online or anywhere where you look it up. It now says that the Commanders won the 91 Super Bowl or whatever year it was. That's yeah. so lame. Which, which they didn't. <laughs> no, that's so lame. I mean, come on. You can't change it like that. But anyway, so, um, yeah. Oh, what was it? Un- over under eight? Eight. Yeah, under. I, I hate to say it, but under. They're still working on it. You know what? I'm going to go over on this one. What? You can't have them all over in the East. I'm have, no, I'm going to have them over. Uh, I'm gonna, they're going to win the nine games. It's Ron Rivera. Losses? It's Ron Rivera, and I think this defense is going to be back to what we got Defense supposed to be good. Before, right? Yeah. Before the, yeah, I think the defense is going to turn around. I think they're going to win a lot of ugly games. Eight games, huh? Nine. Wow. They're going to be nine. Okay. And eight. Nine and eight for the Commanders. Giants. Man. Giants is an easy one for me. It's uh, over under, under seven. Yeah, it's over under seven, and I'm going to go under. It's under any number. I don't care if it's two. It's under. I mean, garbage. Team that I don't even want to see play ever. Don't want yep. to see them on the field ever. Yep. Just don't care. South, the NFC South, yes. Buccaneers, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, over or under 11 and a half wins. Oh, that's – come on, 11 and a half. They just yeah. think these guys so, are just perfect. So they got to go 12 and five to win the bet or better. I'm saying under. <laughs> I'm saying under. I I know. I mean, I believe in Brady. I believe in what they're doing out there. But I believe that division is much harder this year than it was last year. So, Yeah, I think uh, And getting to the next one, I'm going under on that one as well. Uh, getting to the next one, this is the this is a slam dunk. The Saints, over under eight and a half wins. That's over. Big time yeah. over. Yeah, exactly. That's why uh, the Bucks are going to – I bet the Bucks lose twice. To the Saints. Yeah, I would right. I would bet. Right. Yeah, same thing. I mean, they, the they, Saints they are much lose, improved. They could lose once to the Panthers. Um, I'm not sure who they're <laughs> out true. of division, but That's the Bucks true. are going to have, you know, Bucks as usual are going to have the first place schedule, so they're yep. going to be playing. Uh, you know, they'll play the Rams. They'll play. Uh, they'll play the Cowboys. Cowboys, yeah, play, week one. Yeah, all, all of the first place teams <clears throat> will will roll through there. So. I, well, yeah. Speaking of the Panthers, really quickly, you just mentioned they just traded for LaVisca Chenault. Really? So that is interesting. Yeah. Or they are in works for trading for him. I guess the Jaguars do not need wide receivers. They must be trying this Green Bay path. Uh, you know, get yourself a quarterback and then take away all his receivers. Because I can't name a receiver on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Christian Kirk, baby. Christian Kirk. It's his mm, world. Yeah. Yes. There you go. Good job. You did one. Marvin Jones. Is he though? Yep, Marvin Jones he? still there. He's thirty-three years old. I don't think they're cutting him. I don't think they're cutting him. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Take why? Why are you not getting more weapons for Trevor Lawrence? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. I guess it, everything goes to ETN this year. Everything. There you go. There you Backfield. go. So uh, Panthers over yeah. or under six and a half wins. Man, this is so hard. I I believe week one we are going to be talking about how amazing the Panthers look. Number one, the Panthers defense every year is better than you think. Okay, yeah. every year they do better we than you think. We were saying that last year for the first 3 weeks. That's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> Until they ran into the Cowboys and got crushed. Exactly. But the Panthers this week or this this year, week 1, Baker Mayfield versus the Browns. I believe <laughs> I believe Baker oh, will put perfect. up 450 yards passing. Uh, and and I believe that everyone will be saying, "Wow, Christian McCaffrey DJ, what's his name? Uh, Moore. DJ Moore. Um, like, look at what this team can do. The defense was stifling. 
Jacoby Brissett threw three interceptions. It was <laughs> it was thirty seven to twelve. I mean, can you imagine? Like, what if this Panthers team, the self, looks amazing? That'll be the whole storyline. That's not going to be the season, but I believe that 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 game could set the tone for the whole the whole first half for the Panthers. The Panthers should win more than what did you say? Five, six, six, six? and a half. Yeah, they got to get should, seven wins. They seven should wins. win more just based on having Baker because Baker has a lot to prove. By the way, I'm a lot over. to prove. I'm going over. Going over okay. on it. Okay. okay. Here's here's the lowest one. They beat the Seahawks. The Falcons over or under five oh, wins. Man. Uh, over. I will take over on the Falcons, and here's why. Mariota looked actually very good in, in preseason. I did see him throwing the ball, driving the ball, which I haven't seen Mariota do before. He floated his ball. Uh, his ball is driving through the seams. He was throwing over linebackers' shoulders. I've never been high on Mariota since he left Oregon. He was a failure at Tennessee, and I believe that this is a fresh New chance for him. And I am starting to realize quarterbacks get better in the NFL as they get older. As they reach their 30s, they start developing like their man strength. And if their head's still in the game and they still have a job, I believe that they can be very efficient in their 30s. And I think Mariota has a chance here, even though that defense is suspect. um, He has a chance here to lead them to six wins. I'm going under. I can't see them winning six games. I just can't see it. They don't. They don't play the Seahawks twice, so you can't get. <laughs> That's true. How are you get getting the win? win? Yeah, that, that is yeah, hard. They, that is hard. On, they are going to have close games, though. They they are. They'll they'll be in them. It'll be fun. And it'll if keep, Koo, uh, it'll keep it'll keep Kahuna on the edge of his seat. Yeah, and if Koo is kicking field goals from the seventeen yard line or the twelve yard line or the one yard line, they're going to lose all those yeah. games. Yeah. That's going to be ridiculous because they were the worst team in the in the NFL in the red zone. They have been for years. And that needs to change. Yeah. And I don't see it changing. Uh, this year, Packers, 11 wins. Or under. Under. They do have a great under, defense. Yeah, yeah. They, they have do. a great I'm defense. I'm going to go under on yeah. that, though. I just think they've lost enough on offense, and it's going to take them a little while to get things figured out, maybe. You know, we always be a late, say late this. We yeah. always hate on the Packers, even though they're great every year. They've been great every year of my life, by the way. No. So. You know, I can't always hate yeah. on them, but that's a lot of wins. That's a lot of wins. 12 wins to win that bet. <clears throat> so uh, it, it is, you know, it's a division you could do that in. Uh, the Vikings oh. at nine and a half. Man, the Vikings every year should be better than they are. Okay, every stinking year. I need to see the Vikings actually win 12, 13 games for me to believe that they're any good. I believe they can win those games. But they just keep losing when they should win. They literally turn wins into losses. So I'm just going to have to go under. I think, and I think they win nine. I think yeah. they go nine and eight and don't, uh, don't cash for you. Why is this? Numbers. This is so frustrating. Look at the stars on this team. And look at Cousins as a top, top ten fantasy quarterback every freaking year. He has the yep. highest completion percentage every year. And no, they can't win close games. Can't do it. Lions six and a half. Oh man, the Lions, the Lions, the Lions. If they if they win six games, it'll be viewed as a giant success and a great step forward for the organization. I want them to win more than six and a half games, which would be seven. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. can they get to seven? That's the question. Man, I think they they'll to... probably win five or six this year. I'm going under as well. I, I just don't see. I don't. I don't see it. Fun to watch though. They, they are. Really are. They are. Did you every, every game will be close? Do you know how tall Hutchinson is? 
Yeah. Do Do you know how tall Aiden Hutchinson is? He, he Take looks, a wild uh, guess. On on Hard Knocks, he looks pretty tall, six four. Bigger. Really? Holy Much Lord. bigger. Wow. Much six, bigger. Six six. Bigger. Six eight. He is listed at six seven. Six seven. Man, that's incredibly okay. huge for a yeah. lineman on and the he, end. And coming, and he can and he can move. Like move. that guy should be a middle linebacker because he so covers got, half the field. Yeah, so he's got a so then he's got a wingspan too. Oh my well, goodness! I bet he has a seven foot, five inch wingspan. He's going to be easily. To, he's going to be fun to watch. So we got the Bears over under six wins. Uh, over Bears over for sure. I don't know why. I just feel the wow. Bears are going to win the stupid little games, the annoying games, the games that go to overtime and a fumble changes it all, you know? Okay. All right. That's the only over we have in the NFC North right there. <laughs> well, that's Six, So the bears have to get to seven. Wow. Yeah. The, I mean, the bears could, the bears absolutely could um, be under, that's an easy call, but I just feel something different about the bears this year. Okay. Well, and it's I'll, all about Cole commit. I'll, I'll, so I'll go with you. I'll, I'll go with you on uh, over on the bears. <laughs> Oh, you you shouldn't jump in this boat. This is a dangerous boat. To probably be. not. Probably not. Okay, so I, I uh, alluded to it yesterday. We got to talk KFL. Okay. Okay. Big, big happenings in the KFL. We are now a nine-team league. There we are. We have we're a ghost a, team. We're, we're, we have a ghost team. That and the actually, ghost team changes. The ghost team changed yes. again. Changed yesterday. Uh, back to you know it was uh, yeah. I, I was driving home when all of this was taking place and. Uh, you know, trying not to trying not to look at my watch as as yeah. all of these things are happening across the you know. So yeah, all all these commissioner we get a lot of uh, commissioner has updated a roster, but it never tells us in sleeper right. what the commissioner did. It just says commissioner it, yeah. updated a roster. You were just setting the lineup. I yeah, think. that's annoying. Yeah, so it should say uh, you know it should show. Oh, you inserted Will Lutz as the team's kicker. Like you know what I mean? Like it should say that. It should yeah. show that on there. Yeah, because yeah, because yeah, uh, it's so, very mysterious to the to the rest of the league. When what is commissioner doing yeah, with this team? <laughs> exactly. And I am. The did he just drop a guy? Anyone? Did he yeah. did he just pick up? Oh, a you guy? see that? No, you see that? I'm doing <laughs> I'm doing fa- fa- like trades, phantom trades behind the scenes. That's what it is. Uh, I've now snuck justin jefferson onto my team where he belongs where he belongs i'm just playing i'm just playing i stole him fair and square from big kahuna and then abad stole him from me so that's how it works out but no uh you know backtrack a little bit just so everyone's kind of up to speed on the whole story um last week um i believe it was last weekend actually my amazing wife and her family went through a tragedy and her brother passed away our condolences. And, yes, I ran into Queen Jess uh, yeah. over the weekend and, and heard the, heard the news and was saddened by that. All it's this. it's an incredible uh, it's an incredible tragedy. Um, that's all I'm going to say about that. But in light of this, and in light of just my feelings about life in general, I don't think we have enough fun playing fantasy football. Okay, I really don't. This is supposed to be a game. And by the way, this is all pretend. We need to remember we're playing dolls here, you know, and I really do feel that it needs to be a lot more fun than we have made it. We've made it super serious and, oh, it's all about me being smarter than you about football. I think football really has to be about us getting together, watching games and hanging out. Okay, that's my opinion about it. 
fantasy football is supposed to be a fun game where you get your guys on your team like Buffalo has done and and you go forward and you love talking smack to your league mates and making fun of their t-shirt you saw them wearing in public and make them wear an ugly t-shirt when they suck at fantasy football. All this to say, we have not been having enough fun playing fantasy football. And I kind of, I have to get back to that. Like we as, as league in the KFL, at least I will say this, we're going to have fun. I will screw around every single day with this league (laughs) so that there is a time when you say, I cannot miss the notification on my phone. Something has happened. Like I need to know what this is and I want it to be that way. I don't want it to be uh, stagnant and everyone's just trying to show up each other and becoming jerks to each other. I really don't. Um, and I realized that over the course of the last few years, the league had become um, very, very one-sided. It had become too serious. It had become, uh, you know, statistically driven instead of conversation driven. It had been um, a thing where if I had mentioned something or if you had mentioned something, uh, other people would just change the subject and not talk about what you wanted to talk about. And that is in no way how I want the conversation of our league to go. I want everyone to talk about whatever anyone's talking about, whether they like it, agree with it, disagree with it. I don't care. I do not care if DeBrooke puts on there, hey, I hate Joe Biden, and you put on there, no, man, you're dumb and everything about you is dumb. <laughs> That's freaking rad. But at Although the, we try to stay day, away from that. <laughs> I know, but it is fun, and we all know, yeah. we, we all know it. We all know yeah. each other. We're not yeah. really, and I know I can speak for DeBrooke, and I can speak for you. You're not really trying to piss anyone off. You just want to talk smack. And I hate to say it, but nowadays politi- politics is smack. Yeah. So what I, what I decided to do was I decided to delete the league. Okay, Months ago, I decided I was deleting the KFL. I said, you know what? I can't, we can't have fun here. Uh, everyone's just being like busy and no one has time for this and blah, blah, blah. And I don't need this in my life. It's not like a thing I need. And then after the passing of Jess's brother or the day of the passing of Jess's brother, I did, as I usually do, a little bit of a roll call. You know, I did a, hey, who's here? Who's with me? If I needed you right freaking now, who's here? Okay. Because in that situation, I could have needed someone. Okay. And if no one was there, then I don't want to be any, I don't want to have any part of it. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I said, hey, are we done here? Are we done? Is it time to delete the league? And of course, Big Kahuna said, why in the world would you say that, right? I believe yeah. he was the first to respond, as he is and as he knows he has to be, right? Because we are friends, we go way back, we will go way forward, and that's what he said. How could you do that? You know, how, why would you say that? And he texts me on the side. What are you talking about? Come on, this is our thing. And it dawned on me, this is our thing. This isn't everyone else's thing. If I invite someone and they don't fit in, it's not their thing, Right. I mean, it's not that I hate that person at all. I have I have no problem against any of the past members who've been in the KFL and who are which, now not. Which you listed in the oh, chat. Oh, I forgot was, some. It, I forgot it, oh, a few man, names. Because right? yeah. at one point I had my neighbors in the league and I had these guys over here and these friends over here. And I have nothing against any any of the people that are not in the KFL. They just weren't the right fit for the group in the league. It is just a bunch of dudes and Jess. That's what it is. Right. Mm-hmm. It's, it's people that are cool and people who want to hang and people who talk a certain way and think a certain way. It is that. And so I heard, I heard Kahuna and I, and I was like, you're right. How can I say that? Cause this is our thing. He said, no matter what, it's always you and me in the KFL. And I was like, you're right. Absolutely. And so then abides said, 
go ahead and delete it. And it just rubbed me the wrong way. And so I deleted abides. Um, you know, I said, you know what? Thanks for playing. I'm sorry that it didn't work out. You know, still love you as a dude. He's a great guy. Uh, Charles is an amazing man. Um, I consider him a great friend. But at that moment and that time, that was the wrong thing to say on that day. And so that is how I want to handle the league. I want us to never miss a moment. I want us to understand that every moment has to count for each other, to be there for each other, no matter what that takes, by the way, no matter what that takes. I had a friend die a few years back and a few uh, days before he died, he had reached out to a mutual friend of ours. And my mutual friend said, I just don't have time to talk to him. I didn't have time to talk to him. And then a few days later he died. And I, I, I thought that was the worst thing I'd ever heard in my life that he didn't have time to talk to him. And so, so I take these things serious now, of course, Um, I want us to be there for each other and support each other in everything that we say or do. Um, And of course, now we have this ghost team. So then, yeah, the other. So, the so keeping part, it, so keeping in mind, uh, just to play yeah, devil's advocate, advocate here, none of us really knew what was going on. No, of course not. Right? Nope. We we didn't we didn't know where where it was coming from. You right. you 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 have posted this before, with yeah. the with the should I delete the league? Uh, you know, I I wonder if there was some some joking some jest in in abides response granted oh, absolutely. At, at the time yeah. you know it was not the the right time i guess for that but that's exactly but, what happened but, yeah it was but, probably but did, but, but none of us knew you know right. that it wasn't the right time to to joke with that um, right. do you ha- do you have any regrets um well i regret last night a lot um, because big kahuna because he uh said hey i don't know what's going on but i love you guys whatever he said he said i love you to queen jess and i gave him abides team like you want to be part of what we're doing here you're going to get freaking rewarded the kfl is not set and forget league this is a living active organism and i gave him abides team now he only wanted young way Koo because that's Brian and how crazy he is. <laughs> okay, I, I like I literally this is blowing my mind. But he gets handed the championship team from or the the in the championship team from last year and Charles mm-hmm. team, and then a week later he goes, I want my old team back. Yeah, and I'm like, fine, have your old team back then. But I want Young Way Koo back on my team. So I'm here transferring Young Way Koo between teams back and forth more times than I ever should in a week. Um, I do, I do have regrets uh, about this. I, I love Charles as a dude. Uh, he's a great guy, as I said. Um, but again, I realized he had been steering the league toward not fun, and I want to steer the league toward fun. I want the league to be crazy. I want it literally to be crazy. And if people aren't willing to put in crazy and they're not willing to be part of it, then I do not care. I do not care if they're in the league or not. This is just like buying a car. You either show up and buy the car or you don't buy the car. I don't have any like, I don't have any like uh, attachment to whether a person comes through or not. They either do or they don't. And that's the end of it. Like I don't have any emotional decision in this, just that I really wished a lot of people who've been in the league could have really been a major part of the league, but instead they were too busy and they couldn't find time and it wasn't fitting in their lifestyle or whatever. Devil's advocate. That's it. Advocate again. And maybe, maybe, you know, I guess where you're coming from as far as stat driven versus fun driven or whatever. But, but if it comes down to, and this is one thing you've always preached in the KFL 
is involvement, right, activity, right? right? Yep, yep. It would be hard to argue that there was anyone more active. That's the shittiest more, part it, about this whole deal. More involved in the league yep. than Abides was in yep. terms of his. He, he was our, hey, he's our. He brought everything on, on, to on the, the blink, table, right? And he yes. was in on every conversation. Yep. Uh, maybe maybe numbers driven more than he wanted to be or whatever. I just I struggle a little bit with it. No, you're 100. percent I, I feel like he brought a special uh, yep. a, a special uh, touch to the he league absolutely in terms did. of us. Yeah. So he you guys did. have you guys and talked since? No, I uh, I had said you know hey I'm sorry that you know you felt that way. It just wasn't the day for it. You know I just said sorry sorry you felt that way, and he's like sorry the league couldn't be what you wanted. He was he was cold about it. I said, "Hey, I'll get you your money," because he was the only person who'd paid. By the way, I mean, <laughs> I mean, Charles has, yeah. is not at fault in this. Okay, like I I will not sit here and say this is his fault. He just happened to not be supportive on a day I needed some support. Okay, that's all that it happened to be. And this was the point of it is that you don't know what someone else is going through, so we can't we can't always be sarcastic, right? I mean, I, I struggle with this because. I, I'm more sarcastic than I am like genuine. Okay. <laughs> but I, but this Picking is your a, spots. That's hard. Right. right? But it's this is part. a, but this is a four fingers pointed back at me as much as I'm pointing any fingers as anyone else. Okay. Um, this, this is, a, this is a hard, a hard deal for me. I, and you are right on every, on every chord here, what you're saying. And I, I, like I said, I have nothing against, against Charles at all abides as he's been, you know, as his, he's come to be known. Um, I just needed more support on that day. My wife needed more support on that day. And I want this to be the message to the league. Like, don't screw around. Like, quit screwing around. Like, I don't want 10 years to go by and all of us be like, oh, I don't even know who that guy is or what they're about or anything about him because they never tell us anything in the league. And I've been in a league with this guy for 10 years. I want everyone to know each other intimately and know about each other's lives and talk about our interests and be part of each other's lives. You know, I mean, I was having beers with Bully the other night. That's what this is about. I could care less about what happens on a stupid screen on my phone. You know what I mean? Like, if we're not getting together and we're not supporting each other in real life, I think we're missing out on life. So fantasy football should be the gateway to that. I'll leave leave it at this so we can wrap it up. Yeah, yeah. Drive across across town for yet another meeting today. Oh, Um, you and your meetings. (laughs) Yes, great. It's a great week. I hope yeah. you get paid uh, for all uh, this. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's all. It's all. We're we're on the clock now. Um, yeah. Just. I, I just. I, I still. I still struggle with it. I, I feel like. Uh, you know, abides kind of embodied everything we wanted the league to be in terms. He was at your house. You know, watching yep. football every Sunday. That's the first thing Cody Sunday and Kennedy and, said. Yep. And and uh, you know, so I, I feel like we're kind of we're kind of playing out of two sides here. You want this out of the league, but but you yep. want this out of the league and, and you even just said it there, uh, you know, you, you want it to be screwed, want us to be able to screw around and have fun. And then, but, but not, we're not screwing around here. We're, you know, so right. I, you know, I, I, I struggle, I, I struggle with it and I'll probably continue to struggle with it because I, I felt like, and maybe it's, you know, different, different styles commissioner wise, right. Right. How we, Absolutely. How we run things and, and well, I let me take, put it back in more of a hands off approach and in, in insane and kind of let right. you guys, do what the guys are going to do and, and and but let more, me ask more this. about football i guess than than it is about the community that you've tried to build in the KFL and and uh you know well, I, let and me, maybe let me that's try just... this and let me turn the mirror toward you okay just a little bit okay okay and i'm not i'm not 
calling you out per se at all. I'm just saying that what is it, what is it that makes a fantasy league? Okay. Now maybe this is me. I have never been taught this. I've had to learn this the hard way. And by the way, I've been failing a lot, but I do have the core group of guys that I want to do this with. What is it that makes it fine to stay in a fantasy league? Like, that's what I, I, I mean, like I said, I have no emotional attachment to the people in the league as far as their league involvement, right? Yeah. Like, like Daniel, Daniel was the hardest person to tell, hey, dude, you're just not right for the league because I love him as a person. He's a great dude. But then having to say, hey, you're just not right for our league and what I want for this group of people. I mean, do you like, do you think in any way, like there's been, you know, no one kicked out of insane and there's been people that haven't showed up for months on end or haven't yeah. been part of the conversation. I say to your question for me, I just say back to you, like, well, what allows people to stay in a league that like, is it just that you don't want to offend someone and say, Hey, you're just not right for the group. Or is it that like, you just don't care at all about what anyone's involvement is. Uh, I did. I think I understand life. And, yeah. and and priorities in terms of well, I struggle with this. <laughs> My wife right. would, would argue right now that you don't right. yes. priorities yes. when it comes to this fantasy, fantasy sports yeah. stuff, right? Because you you've just spent fifty five minutes of your life uh, talking, <laughs> talking about, about faith, right? Yeah. Right. But uh, understanding that you know we're all at different places, different times, uh, and maybe uh, insane. I have a, I have a personal relationship with every single person that is in that league, uh, right? And it's and it's different for each for each person that's in it, but I understand kind of where they're coming from, I guess. And, and when, when push comes to shove, when it's, when the season is on, when it's every single person in that league is into it, right. They right. are in it to win it and they care about what they're doing with their, with their team. Um, so I don't, I guess I don't let it, let it venture too far outside of that. And we've never had any problem with anybody tanking purposely. Right. We've never had any problem with people that don't set their lineups. Right. We, you know, we've never had, but is that uh, the bare minimum? That's my question is like, yeah, what I guess, is it I guess, I guess minimum? for me, it probably is to, to, you know, that I'm content with, uh, you know, guys and gals that are, yeah. that, you know, care enough to be involved in it, but, you know, under, understanding that, and, and I'm in a lot of leagues, you know, right. and, and, and there's a lot of dynamics. There are people uh, in MSD that you never, ever hear from. Right. Right. Ever. Right. You don't even know they, they exist, uh, exist as part of yeah. it, but, but yet their lineups are always set. They're always, you know, always right. competing. They're always, you know, they always show up during drafts and, and things that they have to be involved in terms of, you know, they don't, it, it's not like you have to send out an AVP. Right. Uh, APB uh, to to locate them uh, to be able to do that. So uh, yeah, I guess that's just. I just wanted to talk about it a little bit. Air no, it's great. It's kind a great see, conversation. Kind of get yeah. your perspective and and, well, and you know. Cause well, let me also maybe some maybe, maybe some closure for me in terms of you know. Well, absolutely. Because I've been and, struggling with that. that and let me sense. let me tell you this as well. Okay, is that when I wrote out that list of the people who are no longer in the KFL. The KFL has been a dynasty league for what three years now? Yeah, I think it's three years. Yeah. So I've all been those two, people yeah, I've before, been there yeah. all the people before that were just in the KFL, that was just a redraft. So it was just yeah. different people I invited each year. Yeah, right. Which, which in redraft leagues tends to happen, right? Yeah, it's much easier. You, you, you yeah, more transition, you get more people in and out, and yeah, a dynasty is more of a commitment. 
Right. Sure. Exactly. And so that's where I think my mentality on this has changed a bit. And literally there was a guy in the dynasty league that two weeks in, I wish I would have never had that guy come. <laughs> um, and, and he just was not the fit because he was non-existent. And then yeah. I, you know, later I was like Daniel and Tyson, they were, they're great dudes and I love them to death. And then they just were not involved as much as I wanted. And so that was, and they knew that I told them yeah. that I weren't yeah. warned them time and time and time and time again. And they were like, Oh no. Yeah. I'll turn my notifications yeah. back and, on. And that's yeah. And, and that was, yeah. But Charles definitely should be in a fantasy league. And he is, he is, you know, definitely, definitely KFL material. It was just that I want the KFL to go toward a more of a bro atmosphere. Dudes really just talking about life and being there for each other. Uh, especially in the wake of all the crappy things that happen in life. You know what I mean? I want us to be cool and have fun and be awesome and not just correcting each other is the main, the main focus, you know? Yep. So that's, that's, I think where the KFL is headed. And I hope, I hope that we have some people that can stick around for a while, you know, and maybe somebody for team seven at some point. Now team seven, maybe, maybe, I mean, that's, you know, that's the hard part is I'm sitting here going, man, who would I want in this thing that I can actually trust is going to yeah. be awesome. And team Seven's going to win the whole <clears> thing without an owner. <laughs> yeah how fun is that gonna be actually it's team six now so it's team, oh, team six. six all right and by the way i can't go in and name that or do anything with the the name of it either isn't that weird yeah. i can't do anything is, with that it. that is very strange very i strange. can change lineup and add and drop players that's all i can do so there we go all right yeah i gotta get out of here i gotta yeah. get to, i gotta be the sage <clears throat> less than eight minutes and do it man it's about great it's about seven minutes away so Okay, that was we'll a long back. one. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, let's we'll blink get, sometime soon. Let's get back to it tomorrow. <laughs> we'll go over the AFC tomorrow predictions. Nice. Uh, how we come out, and uh, that's going to do it for the fantasy blink. I'm the commission. He is Clintus Maximus. Have everybody have a great day, everybody. Be safe. Have fun. Yep. Uh, smile a lot. Make there we somebody go. Else, make somebody else's life uh, better today. Uh, we're over and out. I'm smiling.